Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost every single day. Rudo, AJ, and Blaze coming at you live at 1.30 p.m. for a post-game show. Holla! Let's go. I am a little bit tipsy, not going to lie to you. Abs win. fucking shock. Over the... Oh, come on. <laughs> like you can talk after last <laughs> week. Uh, Avs win over the Buffalo Sabres 5-3 to three with the empty netter in a game that is best described as not quality hockey. <laughs> it was not necessarily pretty. I'm not going to say it wasn't fun because it was enjoyable, but defense was extremely optional. Uh, certainly in the first half of the game, players were just doing whatever the hell they wanted for the most part. Um, but it was fun. Yeah, you know, I guess the big takeaway here is that they played bullshit <laughs> rodeo clown hockey for two periods, locked it down defensively in the third period, and really stopped with the nonsense. Yeah. And did the opportunistic thing. They, they got one really, really good opportunity in the third. And they Made a count. It. Yep. Yes. How it happened is a <laughs> huge break for them. But look, when Dean Morton is officiating a game, <laughs> uh, you aren't you aren't expecting competence. You're expecting some schoolyard bullshit, and that's exactly what we saw. Yeah, down the stretch, there, especially late, yeah. where you were like, "That's holding the stick. That's holding the stick." That guy just took Valmachushin's stick <laughs> and skated away with it. <laughs> All good, I guess. So, like, you you know, Dean Morton fucking remains horrible at his job. Um, it's a good thing that the NHL was counting to his thousandth game for him because he wouldn't have been able to get past three <laughs> if he had to keep track of his own True. shit. True story. Yeah. We know factually he cannot count to three. Yeah. <laughs> so, knowing that, a uh, cool accomplishment for him, but blow it out his ass. He still sucks. You'll hear no argument from me there, even to the point of, like, the Avs scored the game-winning goal on Jack Johnson straight-up high-sticking Rasmus Dahlin. So that happened. It wasn't great. It wasn't great by any stretch of the imagination. Um, It's weird that I'm getting blamed for Tage Thompson scoring a hat trick. <laughs> it's all your fault. Because all I did was be like, Tage Thompson is like... How dare you say he was good? Yeah. <laughs> I had the audacity to point out that he was having a good year during the pregame show. Yeah. Um, and here's the thing. This, as a hockey game, if you look at it and compare it to other hockey games, feels weird as hell. When you compare it to other matinee games, no, nah, it feels about on point, right? Like <laughs> matinee games are weird no, and dumb. It's still, it's still we weird, do, anyways. We do always talk about like, look, afternoon games are kind of chaotic nonsense, very unpredictable. Um, I, I wrote in my last uh, post game for a for an afternoon game that honestly, your circadian rhythm is all thrown yeah. off because I said, look, if you're a Hockey players are accustomed to starting games at 7 p.m. Yeah. Okay. A regular schedule is you get up in the morning, you do your morning skate, right. you take a nap, then you get up and you get yourself right. prepared for the you're, game. You're right. accustomed to a 7 p.m. start. So when you have a 1 p.m. start, now you're like, all right, well, now I'm 
I'm here six hours early. Yeah. You know, and there are obviously jobs out there where people have to work different shifts on a regular basis. Congratulations. You guys are <laughs> champs. I don't know how you do that. Um, but I would say that it's really difficult, you know, um, and it's it goes against what is natural to, to them. And pro athletes are the <laughs> ultimate creatures of habit. Yep. So afternoon games, kind of weird, kind of wonky. You just sort of live with them. You hope that they just go well. They're Yet like, again, like, they don't play great, they win a game. They're like, my timing's off, so I'm just going to throw a blind passes to the center <laughs> of the ice. It'll work, right? Yolo, let's go. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, yeah. someone will be there. Yeah. It, it has to happen eventually. Um, all right. We're going to go to Blaze for this one this time. 60-second rundown of the whole game. Uh, craziness followed by interference leads to a game-winning goal. Five Even seconds. Five That's seconds. all you need. That's all, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, like was it, it really hockey play? Like, the first period was entertaining, right? Like, yeah, we all agreed. Like, it, run and gun. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm sticking with like my... burner hockey. It, the first period was a scrimmage. <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun to watch, right? There's, it, it was a there's blast. goal scoring. Yeah. There's not much defense, so it's kind of like an all-star I game. Loved no all-star game. Don't on get side. me wrong. I loved it. But if you're asking me if that was quality hockey, absolutely oh, no, not. No, but it, absolutely not. But it was entertaining. The second period was this awful hockey. Yeah, it was like, bad. All the way it was bad. It was not. It was like <laughs> two teams halfway between where fun lives. And where NHL coaches want their teams to live, <laughs> like playing their systems and checking yeah, and, yeah. and, you know, details and, you know, staying high on pucks and like all the things, all the like the cliches, right? They were halfway in between. This is just tons of fun. Everybody go, 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 go. And what their coaches want them to do. Yeah. And it just, it, it was like, I, I don't know. I think mud is extremely disgusting. So it was like rolling around in mud. But I mean, even a, a more interesting part of that or second stepping period. Stepping in it or being within five feet of it. It was pretty rolling in it. it was, you were you were you were in the thick of it for sure. Like getting it splashed on you when you're walking down the sidewalk yeah, and a car drives by. Never a good feeling. Yeah. You're carrying a cake down the side of the road. Yeah. I mean I've never carried a cake down the side of the road, but I imagine that's not fun. Cake is ruined, chat. There's nothing left of that Fuck cake. cake. <laughs> Careful with that. All right. Okay. You can't be dissing the greatest band ever like that. All right. I can, <laughs> though. Because who? I mean, you can, but you can be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's not something I make a habit of. Let's let's get to the goals here. First of all, let's, all right, let, let's just cover Tage Thompson first. <laughs> Two... All world shots. His first and third goals were just snipes. He, yeah, great he, shots. He got open and fired missiles. Yeah. The second goal, not great. That was on camera. Not not a great one. In a in a first period that lacks any semblance of quality, a softy goes in, and I. I think that was the one where you were like, we're in for something yeah, today. Here we fucking <laughs> go. Because yeah. after the first, like, they scored, and then the Avs scored immediately. Like, they scored on their only shot the first 10 minutes of the game. <laughs> and, like, the Avs were dominating. And so we didn't know that they were playing bad defense because they hadn't had to do it yet. But the Avs are dominating. They get scored on. They immediately score on them back. They score again, and you're like, all right, they're here. Like, they're on their way. 
This is we're, we're on our way to an easy afternoon. They're gonna roll this team. And now. then that yeah. second Thompson goal was one where you were like, "Okay, <sighs> this is gonna be a trip to the fucking dentist." <laughs> All right. But then they scored even quicker. Didn't they on that second one? Yeah, was like the they, one? they respond. Twenty to seconds respond. later. Yeah. yeah, they respond and they make it three two. But you didn't feel any good about it after yeah, that. You yeah. were just like, the breakdowns have been too big. This has been too bad. Yeah. Tage Thompson is popping off. Like this is the Tage Thompson game. Well then, uh, alrighty. Uh, you're you're looking at this game, at particularly I think at the goalies, and you're saying, what does that mean? What does what mean? Why can't we stop other teams' players? Because uh, they're good at hockey? <laughs> yeah, those guys are in the NHL. I, imagine <laughs> imagine we're a Buffalo podcast asking the same thing. <laughs> if you're the, question is, the question is, why can't anybody other than Tage score? Oh, I, he did all of the heavy lifting today. Genuinely, if you're Buffalo tonight, I think you're asking, why can't we get a save? Well, you know Duskin Tokarski sucks. I, I do, but... You also know that you spent league minimum on every goalie contract in your organization that's not an ELC. Like, <laughs> you were you were not trying to get that position. How many wins does Buffalo have this year? I don't know. I'll find out. I, I, I Well, so I'm genuinely curious. Since the Avs acquired Jonas Johansson, who has more wins? Jonas Johansson or Dustin Tokarski? <laughs> Well, Probably. how many does he have? Like, he only has like five wins this year. It's not a lot. Yeah, it's so. not a lot, and I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, Lolo has 16 wins this year. How many of them are Tukarski though? I don't know. I'm not, pretty sure it's like five this, or six. This it's something very. This low. is just some weird thing that I want to know. It's yeah. not actually relevant statistics, um, but uh, look, I think everyone can sit on this game and agree that. What? The, yeah, I heard an AJ down yeah. there. <laughs> what? I I think everyone can agree that the Avs did not play particularly well tonight. Especially, today. Yeah, especially on the defensive side. Oh, I mean, yeah. in the second period, it was like the Avs defense even show up. And it, I mean, from a team effort, right? Totally. But even like your top-end defensive talent is five wins. was, yeah. So right about on par. Yeah. Even the top-end defensive talent on the Avs, were missing in action and fumbling Dude, the puck and Kale making had, bad reads. Kale McCarr did not play well. There no, were multiple occasions today where I turned to Blaze and I said, "What was Kale just doing?" <laughs> <laughs> like just in general, because I'm like, "Where is he? What's he doing?" Yeah, it was not pretty, and and it just it didn't matter because the Avs are good and Buffalo isn't, and that's not. <sighs> I don't want to indict Buffalo with that. This was more of a game where it just felt like the Avs let a bad team hang around. Yeah. Well, they played down to them. I think they overlooked this as just a win on the road. I don't think they really thought too much of it. Yeah. Well, they came out like they were taking this seriously, and they were like, yeah. let's just bury this early. Yep. And then they acted. We were eight minutes into the third period, and I was sitting there thinking, like, they're playing like they have a lead right now. Like they're not pushing any pace. It seems like what their their goal in the third period to do was wait for Buffalo to, to make a mistake, 
put it in the back of their net, and then go home. And yeah. that's exactly what happened. I mean, kind of. Is it a bigger mistake by Buffalo? Dean Morton made a mistake. Or was it that Jack Johnson pulled some shit, and Dean Morton was like, that's just good hard hockey, baby. <laughs> Someone made a mistake, and it wasn't the abs. How about that? Uh, <laughs> um, all right. Let's, uh, let's actually go through the goals here because I do think you can take a look certainly at the Avs' first goal that they gave up. Uh, Tage Thompson scored all of Buffalo's goals, yeah. by the way. <laughs> all three scored by Tage Thompson. The Avs' first goal, they were painfully soft on pucks in the defensive zone tonight. I, whether it be turned over because of poor decisions with the puck or just getting beat in puck battles. Yeah. And the first goal, Logan O'Connor is along the boards. He is, just gets beat by a poke check, is extremely soft on the board work. It ends up going to the middle to, to Thompson, and he snipes one top corner. My assumption is both of you are about to tell me that you're not putting any stock into this game. But do you take film from this game? Do you look at this and say, hey, things need to be better, or do you just move on? No, you definitely do. I think any time that you have, especially as a team that's way out in front and a team where your biggest concern is injuries and complacency, I think the conversation that you're having is you're looking for things to show in video sessions and say, we need to work on this. This is really a big, con like, this isn't life or death, but... You can't be allowing these levels of mistakes yeah. against this kind of team. If you had just taken care of your business, this could have been five to two, and you could have been walking away. This would not have been that difficult of an of an outing. You made it harder on yourselves with all this fuck around and find out attitude. <laughs> oh, and especially as like a coach, right? Like playing against a bad team and watching your team not perform yeah. to the level that they're supposed to. I have you do every, take that film. Bedner felt like I did where it was very very frustrating. Yeah. I very much know that he was like he's stewing. Like he's like, "Yeah, let's get to that video session now." <laughs> <laughs> he's ready for that Pull shit. Pull like, nuke out of the weight room to to take some video yeah, down. <laughs> he's like, "All right, big fella, put the weights down." <laughs> he's like, "Yo, next time if we have the chance to stay in Vegas and then fly to Buffalo the day after?" Yeah. We're not doing that. We're going to fly out yep. to Buffalo. We're, We're going gonna, to Buffalo. I'm going to rent some ice. We're going to skate. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Make them earn it for sure. Um, uh, look, despite the Avs' lack of quality play, they still got offense from everywhere. They get realistically one goal from the top line. Migo gets the empty net or whatever. Yeah. They get a goal from JT Comfer on in the bottom six. I'm just going to call it the bottom six because they were, they were all over the place. Comfer yeah. with the puck luck, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah gets, I, gets two whacks in that thing for sure. Well, he didn't even have to get that second whack in. No. It, it That's went true. In. It, it, it hit it the post in. and it just yeah. spun its way in. That was karma for the uh, premature whistle on the McKinnon goal. That yeah. did not for count. sure, for sure. So that was that was the bounce there that kind of paid the abs back <laughs> cosmically. You get an absolute sight snipe from Nazem Kadri as well. It's a great goal. Oh, which yeah. genuinely, you're it's the fifth goal of the first period, and you're like, okay, no, that one was the good one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're you At have that point. You only had one good Tage Thompson. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, and McKinnon's goal was. 
Suspect. Duskin yeah. That's just a bad goal. What is Tukarski doing on that goal? Like, yeah. yeah, sure, he's a bad goaltender, whatever. Yeah, it's not 1988. Why are you standing <laughs> yeah. up right there, man? What's happening? The standing slide over. Like, what, Five was, hole wide open. what was happening yeah. there? I can't. So the funny part is, I can't even count JT Confer's goal as a bad post. Because it hit the post, and the next thing it did was go in the net. Yeah. It didn't hit any other players. Yeah, it like crawled over <laughs> yeah. Tukarski's back. <laughs> right. Lands on the ice and just spins in, and you're just like. The initial shot is what resulted in the goal. There was where no was, additional Where was that against that, the Stars the other oh, day? You're yeah. telling me. Ugh. Sometimes when you're hot, you're hot, I guess. Yeah. Um. What are... Uh, let's let's backtrack a little bit. What is your take on Tage Thompson's hat trick in this game? Because... Good for him. Great for him, sure. On the Av side, you have at least two of the goals. You're looking at the defense and going, you fucked up. Where are you? Yeah. Uh, I feel that way about all three goals. And that's uh, totally fair. Where I, there are major breakdowns that allow look, Tage Thompson to just be I hear firing you. away on Darcy Kempa. I, I don't disagree. Oh. I, what I will say is on the first goal, the problem came before Tage Thompson is wide open net front. Yeah, I mean, what's LOC doing? Yeah. Uh, where was he all game, honestly? Uh, genuinely one of the worst games I've seen LOC play. Yeah. As as a guy who you usually know what you're going to get out of, Yeah, it was a struggle for him today. Yeah. Uh, I think all of the talk about Burakovsky's struggles, LOC is a guy that, like... He's quietly not right. played well in 2022. Well, you're not, you're not yeah. getting anything, yeah. anything out of him. Yep. It, it, it reflected in the TOI tonight. You had Helm and LOC way at the bottom, yeah. and then everybody else pretty much. Yeah, Darren Helm had the one nice moment on the PK. Yeah. That, it, was, that was the one thing. Probably should have passed you're, it over you're, I mean, you're begging him to finish if he shoots it, but. Yeah. Whatever. I just want a goal, right? Like, yep. it, oh, he weird. shoots it. If he shoots it and he scores, dope. If he shoots it and he doesn't score, he should have passed. <laughs> it, he passes and he right. gets broken yeah. up, then he should have shot. Yeah. You know. The goaltending, though, on that side, like we were talking about, has no clue where that puck lands after Helm shoots it. Uh, sorry, Chet. I, I'm I have an offering on a house, and I'm getting messages. Just gonna be <laughs> just gonna be upfront with you about that. Um, Are they good messages? They're not bad. Okay. <laughs> they didn't. Well, there's a there's a world where things aren't good or bad. They're neutral. Yeah. So. They didn't say yes. They didn't say no. It's just additional information. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's where More it's shit at. for my brain to leak out randomly into dreams at night. Oh, my God. You know how many times I wake up in the middle of the night in like a cold sweat where it's like, you forgot to sign this paper. Dude, I had a straight mini panic attack right before I came to the bar today <laughs> because I got a... I got a thing from my auto insurance saying that my policy was being canceled because it was overdue. And I was like, what the fuck? What in the fuck? And like, I just recently swapped debit cards and just forgot to update my payment. And so <laughs> I recently did that, too. It was like it was like several weeks away from them actually canceling my policy. But the the email was like urgent, urgent. And I was like, yep. whoa, 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 whoa. I'm about to drive. Yeah. Look, we have an offer in. We're not going to get the house. Yeah. I already know. <laughs> we're 
the housing market in Denver is crazy, if you don't know, by the way. Um, not as crazy as this hockey game, though. <laughs> uh, no, I would say crazier. Uh, this, no, hockey game, this hockey game had its moments, and then... The, the first period of this game was the Denver housing market. Yeah, there you go. And the rest of the game was kind of whatever. Like that yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's very high scoring and very frustrating. <laughs> exactly. Nobody plays defense. <laughs> yeah. Somebody scores and they're like, "Oh, well, we'll just come back and we'll score another one." Yeah. Like, who's what, gonna win this one? What would what was what were you calling it in the first period, Blaze? What the, the uh, this was the and one oh, tour. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> and one hockey. <laughs> yeah. The professor was out there. Oh my god, playing some hockey. <laughs> I mean, that's what it looked like. Just like, hey, let's go. No defense. Yeah, it really, genuinely, defense was optional in the first half of this hockey game. Yeah, I would say if there's a concern that I have, it's that at no point last year did I feel like the Avs low was this low. And this year we've seen, like, there are some games where they just come out. And they just win anyway. Especially (laughs) defensively. Yeah. They just come out and you're just like, what in the holy hell is happening right now? This is awful. It's gross. It's gross. So bad defensively. And last year I didn't feel like they ever really had those games where it was, you know, there were problems or whatever, but some, some iffier games. But rarely did I ever feel like, oh, my God. God, this is really bad hockey. And this team this year has shown it's we'll play some pretty bad hockey for stretches here. It's a weird dichotomy, though, right? Because you're like, yeah, the Avs have put out some absolute stinkers. But at the same time, every single time you see them go up against a quality team, they turn the knob up. Yeah, and this it's why if, if it weren't for that, I'd be a lot more like, this is a harbinger of things to come. Why does this keep happening against bad teams? But then they go and they play a good team, and everything about their game goes through the roof, and you're just like, okay. These guys are just kind of bored right now. Yeah, Yeah, but if you see play like that, too, and obviously the caveat here is I'm going to bring up is Bo Byram. Like, if he doesn't come back, you're not making a trade for a forward right now. If you're watching this game, you're going and you're seeing this like repeat and you see some gaps in defensive coverage in good games with the abs yeah i mean i don't see how sackick's not going to go out and try to fill that gap i don't know how there's regardless of byram i don't know how you don't go get a defender anyway just to be safe it's it's the caliber of d you're looking at though right yeah if byram's gone you you're looking for a top four guy yeah you're looking for a guy that you're more comfortable playing 20 minutes yeah because, like, Jack Johnson has done an admirable job over yeah. the last couple of weeks just, like, surviving next to Sam Gerrard. But then you get a game like today where he plays, like, total dog shit up and down the ice. Yeah. And you are you don't feel like you're getting through a single shift without some sort of problem. That's the one where you're well, like, look, if he's on a third pairing, you're fine and with that's, this. Yeah. You just work around it. But if he's next to Sam Gerrard, you're having more problems there because... Well, and, and you're looking you for stability, Murray right? Or EJ or well, and, you know, and, and none of them are playing any better. That's the problem is on a night where a Kale McCarr is having a, a day, where <laughs> Kale McCarr is having a bad day, which <sighs> arguably he did despite getting points tonight. Uh, you're looking at their lineup and you're going, okay, can McCarr's off. It's hard to rely on anyone to help fill the gap. And... Granted, I say this, and Devon Taves is a goddamn machine. 
who will only have unbelievable possession metrics no matter (laughs) what you throw at him. So it's unbelievable. But you're looking at that second pairing, and you you more or less know what Gerard is at this point. You know what you're going to get out of him, and it's good. Yeah. Yeah. But you're genuinely just surviving your bottom three defensemen right now. Yeah. You're genuinely just getting well, through and, it. And last year they did the same thing, remember? They had a bunch of, like, Kyle Burrows. And, yep. You know, who somehow has a full-time job in Vancouver now. You know, you've got... I don't even remember who was the guy who'd spent all that time in the Detroit... Dan Renouf. Yeah. Yep. Like, Dan Dan Renouf is, like, part of, the, part of that blue line for a semi-regular basis yeah. last year. Like... You kind of got through the same thing last year where you had a couple of guys, and they were way more unknowns than Eric Johnson and Ryan Murray and Jack Johnson. Totally. So, I'm not, I I mean, yeah, you're looking for stability. Um, You want somebody that can play. You just want Bo. Yeah, you do. And that's what you want, right, on that, that second line with Sam Gerrard is somebody that can play that game. The Johnsons are good as a third pairing, right? Kind of like that yeah, in, traditional big guys play the body. In theory, sure. Yeah, but like you really? want somebody that Gerard can like actually work with, play, yeah. play yeah. with. Yeah, yeah. not wants, like right now, not just surviving because he's playing well. Which right. I mean, you know, the last handful of games, I thought he's been playing very well, but he just doesn't have that person that he can feed off of. This is Calvin DeHaan's music. You're literally playing it right into my ears right now. <laughs> yeah, all this time. Who cares about Jacob McDonald? Like, and yeah. I, I say that from a hockey perspective, not a health perspective. Like, Jacob McDonald doesn't fix any of that. He's the worst defender of all these guys we're talking about. He's a number eight on a on a healthy defense. Yeah. If, if a number eight on a healthy defense. You think he's uh, over or under Murray? Under. Yeah? Yeah. Ultimately under, certainly on the defensive side, under. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's a weird situation because you're looking at this and you're going at the end of the day, the Avs beat the Buffalo Sabres and two points is two points. In a week, you won't remember anything about this hockey game. Well, on four-game road trip, they're now two and two. Given, or two, two and oh, sorry. They've won two of two. And you started the first we the first one of those is on a Sega Baba in Vegas. Yeah. And the second one of those is a bullshit one PM start in Buffalo. <laughs> and they follow that up with like another after one. after you fly cross country. So it's, you know, it's a yeah. it's it's just a there were there were little potholes for them to, to, to fall into at the start of this trip. They just haven't done it. They're two and oh. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Is, I, I joked the other day. Can the Avs get to eighty points before Minnesota gets to seventy? The Avs yes. are now. The Avs are now at seventy six, right? 70, 74? 74. 76. 74, I think. No, they I'm were at, sure at seventy six. Were they at seventy four? They're at seventy four now. They're at seventy six. Yeah. So they're at seventy six. The so Panthers dumb. are at seventy three. So dumb. And <laughs> well, and and Minnesota lost last night, and so it's In the like game before yeah, too. Yeah. This meaningless like quest that I have put them on. Well, it's even lives like, on. You're sitting here and you're trying to make excuses for like, oh well, Minnesota has games in hand. Oh, uh, you're trying to make an opponent for Colorado in the West, and there just isn't one. Yeah, there's Colorado's opponent is Colorado on nope. any given night. Yes, there the you night, go. the night that the nights where they've lost games, the nights where they've whatever. Like, 
you're like, yes, give credit to the other team. They did certain things or whatever. But for the most part, have we seen Colorado play anywhere near its A game and lose yet, yet this year? Since nope. the 10-game whatever that shit was. But you can't and, even call that their A game because they're yeah, missing X they, amount of dudes they, every night. It was like, a different – it was a third of their lineup was a different lineup every single game. So, yeah. It's the expectations that the – that when the Avs come into Buffalo that they're just going to manhandle that team from start to finish. Right? You still got the win, but you, you want it to be like, we're just going to score four goals and just walk out of here. They've – Kemper gets another shutout, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> that's what they're expecting. Like that's what people expect from the abs now. When yeah. Playing teams that are bottom feeder teams. Yeah. And like Winnipeg. Kira must blowout. be playing the music right now. Winnipeg is the last blowout. Seven to one. And yep. then after the one. Yep. And yep. Yep. that's yep. the last time that they've just like house straight up dumped yeah. on teams. Like yeah. they had that four nothing in Arizona. And the four nothing against Dallas too. Yeah. And yeah. like, and those were pretty routine games, but they weren't like that. Wasn't a go off. You type weren't game, you weren't yeah. sitting there at the start of the third period going, "Well, this game's fucking over." <laughs> yeah. Just how do they survive this, right? Like, yeah. how can we just get through this without injury? But it has been a while. Like, they get five goals tonight, and you're like, "Did they play well enough for five <laughs> goals?" They get one against Dallas the other day, and they played awesome. They've scored yeah. one power play goal yeah. this freaking they, month, they, and their power play looks good they fucking, more often than not. They scored one against Dallas, and they deserved five. They scored one. They scored five tonight and probably deserved one. <laughs> like <laughs> It was not a good hockey game by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, like the, the Kadri goal is a great goal. The Newhook goal is a great finish, but it's what led up to it that makes you not feel great about it. Yep. And on that note, let's get to our king of the game. We're giving it to Newhook. He gets the game-winning goal finish. He has three shots on goal. He played really great down the stretch of this hockey game. I think everyone would agree. Everyone, take a breath. Newhook was on the fourth line for one whole period in this hockey game. <laughs> well, it was like he gets listed as the fourth yeah. line, and he, play, he ended up playing, what, 13 minutes? Yeah, tonight? played yeah. significantly. Played more than Helm, played more than Logan O'Connor, played more than Kubel. He was not on the fourth line in reality. Um. Imagine that. He's good. Yeah, and again, the things that the the things that I found most encouraging, like the finish was nice. Uh in, in transition. Look what happens. He gets the skill he, he plays next to some of their skill players for shit a turns part up of one real shit. Quick. Yeah. Yeah. And they score a goal. Yeah. Now, obviously there were some circumstances there, <laughs> but it is what it is. But like you look at you look at Newhook and you're like, this is a guy that's gonna be a really important X factor for them yes. in a postseason series because his skill level and maybe just as importantly as what he can do with the puck, the play in his own zone, the defensive commitment, the things that he's the the things that he's able to do right now that, that he's he's not he's not nearly filled out enough yet. He needs to get bigger and stronger. But you watch him, and he's a—he's a willing battler. Yep. He gets—he gets involved in it, and then he goes from there. Yep. You and know, think, Napoleon's plan. I'm gonna show up and see what happens. And and but I he think shows up is what I really yeah. impressed. Particularly with. in the second half of this game, the first half was total nonsense. We're all here for the ride, right? Yeah, sure. You get into the second half of this game, and how many times are we sitting up here going, "Look at that back check." 
Look at the Avs committing to the details that are the difference in winning a hockey game. Yes, the first half they kind of fucked around, (laughs) but it got down to the time where you need to do the things you need to do, and the Avs started limiting Buffalo. They started saying, okay, we're the better team. Let's go show it. Well, we talked about it on one of those. The back checks, there was three Avs forwards. Well, all three Avs forwards. Yeah. We're hustling their ass yeah. to and get back into the play. And contributed meaningfully yeah. in a back check that could have easily turned into a game tying goal. Yeah, yeah. And instead, they got back and yep. they broke it up and they moved the puck the other direction. Yep. And that's that's where look the third period of this one is the one that I'm taking away as the real. They locked it down and they were like, because Buffalo was done scoring at that point. Now the power plays are always a little bit different, but at even strength, Colorado's play. At even strength, picked up enough that it was like, yeah. This, this is, is much, the better team. This is much, much cleaner. Yep. Uh, this is much more effective. And then even down the stretch, it's like they don't allow Detroit or Detroit. To, they don't allow uh, Buffalo to. All these East Coast bad teams, I'm, they blend together. I get it. I'm so I excited for Watch Along on Wednesday. Let's go. <laughs> um they don't allow Buffalo to get Tukarski off the ice till right. It was an icing by Colorado that yeah. just handed it to him. Yep. At, at like 126, I think. They, they were trying to get him off at like the three minutes. Yeah, and they <laughs> just, the abs just were possessing. They were just like, this is just not going to happen. And then when they did, I mean, they had, Colorado had two opportunities at an empty net, like two different. Yep. They spent, uh, point being, they spent as much time in Buffalo zone with the puck as Buffalo in did in Colorado time. zone. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that was where, look, you you don't love that you're in a 4-3 game against these guys. You don't love how you've gotten here, blah, 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 blah. Kemper plays a solid third period, just does what's asked of him. Yep. Easy, right? Doesn't have to be spectacular. They don't lean on him. Um, the, the team in front of him locks it down. Just plays better hockey. Yep. It's, it's much better. It's just that simple, I think, too, on every level of the lineup. When you're matching against Buffalo, it doesn't matter if it's your first line or your third pairing. You're looking at that team and you're going, the abs are better. On the ice, the abs are better. And yeah, they, they got away with some shit in the first two periods <laughs> of this hockey game. But in the third period, they said, okay. Let's win the hockey game. And they did. So it's not that complicated of a process. We have a couple of super chats to get to. Uh, Let's hit those up real quick. $5 from Brad. Uh, AJ, I love you. Rudo, I'm glad you joined DNVR. And Blaze, you're the glue guy. Less than three. Brad from D.C. completely lit in Buffalo. (laughs) That is a heart, but less than three. You say less than three. That means heart. Ah, uh, you're making that shit up no, right now. I am not. He's no, I'm genuinely not. I'm he's the old not. guy here, so I have no idea. That, no. It's an, it, that is genuine <laughs> internet slang. Okay, all right. Uh, love you, Brad. Lit gang, where the you idea at? That Rudo wouldn't be familiar with the fucking. Yeah, come heart. on, come on. <laughs> the less than three. Times. You never That's, know. You never know. There's gaps in everybody. Oh, I'm too tired for that to be as funny as it is. Five from Cody. Hi, day drunk. That is all. GG. Me too, fam. Me too. (laughs) Thank you for the five. This guy gets it. The only situation in which I would ever allow Rudo to put food in his mouth on a podcast is when I'm drunk. Yeah, is in like 
this one spot. Can confirm. One of, like, so I joined DNVR, and one of the first things is like, don't eat on the podcast. Yeah. I will mute you. We had a we had a <laughs> problem with somebody who liked putting French dips in his mouth while he talked. <laughs> this was not me, for the record. So we learned that lesson the hard way by having to live through that. So <laughs> sometimes look, I had enough alcohol, I had to I had to control yeah. it with a little bit of Potato. Well, and, and the fact that you ordered that thing an hour ago. Because it's been a minute. Yeah. The kitchen. The kitchen got everything backwards today. It was a, it was a it tough was, go. At it the was bar. backed up. Yeah. Yeah. It was a tough go at the bar for an 11 a.m., which they were not ready for. Yeah, they were. They were like, are like real labs fans going to show up for this? And we're like, we think people will probably be here. And then it opened up, and there were like 10 people outside waiting. Yeah, and it filled up pretty <laughs> yeah, damn well. And we actually like, ended up with a real crowd yeah, here, and yeah. I was like, "What the hell?" That might be on us. P.S. If you're local, don't show up Monday. Bar's not open Monday. Yeah, it will not yeah. be. We will not be here either uh, <laughs> on Monday. We are. We're just going to be at home. So there's no reason to come in. Yep. Uh, Especially Ryan, with a nationwide snowstorm rolling yeah. in. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be brutal next yeah, week. Getting getting ready to just sit on the country. Uh, <laughs> Ryan with $2, Olausen squared four last night. Everyone should know. Yeah, he popped off yeah. for Oshawa the yeah. other night. He good at shooting that puck. I'm pretty sure, uh, pretty sure I had a hat trick the game before that. It's so. Well, and it, it's a great to see him because he had really, the adjustment to Oshawa had really been slow for him. Well, and what you like, what I really liked about the four goals uh, last night is that they're all a little bit different. Yep. He gets, he gets one that he snipes. <laughs> He has one that he just throws on net and he gets a little lucky. He pokes one home in traffic. That's the one. Like that, that's they, they they were they weren't all just carbon copies of him bombing yeah. pucks past the goalie. It, it's on the power play it. and he's sitting there and he yeah. snipes and it's yeah, like yeah, okay, any, any one time from past <laughs> yeah, the goalie that's, right. that's gonna be a mailman in four years. <laughs> you know, like you're you're like okay, like cool. That guy's gonna have that memory. <laughs> What what I liked is that he's scoring goals in different ways. Agreed. Because yeah. that's the diversification of his profile was a huge, huge, huge step home for him. He needs that. And then ten dollars. Thank you for the very generous donation, Dylan. First int of the Buff broadcast. Byron, well, I guess first intermission of the Buffalo broadcast. Yeah. Byron was impressed Marty with Marty playing over eight minutes and not looking fatigued and not having pinkish cheeks. And I was like, bro, he literally always has pinkish cheeks. <laughs> he does have rosy cheeks. I don't think there's any denying that fact about Kale McCarr. Um, yeah, I don't... Kale McCarr just wasn't very good tonight. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think there's any argument there. Yeah, and he's allowed to have games where he's iffy and still puts up points. Totally. And being iffy against works. Buffalo is fine. Yeah, it just works. Yep. And I, that's what... When you talk about special players... It's as much about their floor as it is their ceiling, right? Because you sit here and you go, oh, Kale McCarr had a terrible night. He wasn't good. He didn't really do anything special. And he walks away with a point. It's really about which one do you see most often. True. That's what really separates special from special. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I agree with that take. But uh, some people are built different than others, yeah. right? You see people who have a very high ceiling every night, and you see people who have astronomical highs. Yeah. I think 
Miko Rantanen is a great example of this because he's both. Yeah. He can have a terrible night and score two points. Yep. And he can have a great night, and you're like, he's the greatest player I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. He has those nights. Feels like we haven't seen very many of those this year. I would argue almost none this year. So, which is weird because the evolving hockey guys keep pushing him for the heart, and it's like, ah, that is a no. Calm it down, calm it down a little bit. (laughs) I'm like, look, the guy's been great, right? But no, sorry. Yeah, as uh, I don't know how to say your name, Nathathon. Sure. Uh, It is interesting because the Evs have set up their circadian rhythm for Monday. (laughs) Because it's another 11 a.m. game. You don't reset your circadian (laughs) rhythm that fast, my man. It takes takes repetition. Look, as a man who has... It's called rhythm. As a man who has a circadian rhythm that has no fucking rhythm. Yeah, and there are people out there who... (laughs) <laughs> don't align with the planet in that way. It, but being non twenty four is genuinely awful. Yeah, <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. It's hard. It's a hard way to be, <laughs> and you can't understand it until you've done it. It's a hard way to be. It's just. It's just weird. It. You go with the flow as much as you can, I guess. <laughs> and, and a great point by a wolf here. The Avs are like genuinely like twenty and two in the last ten years yeah. at, at TD Garden. Their only regulation loss in Boston uh, since I think ninety nine or two thousand. Yeah, it's it's outrageous numbers. Came at a watch party we did at Blake Street Tavern <laughs> like three years ago. Of course it did. <laughs> that was dude. Our the first year we started doing watch parties, they lost like the first five of them. Brutal. And somebody and I was keeping track of it, and I wasn't gonna say anything. <laughs> And then I got to one of them, and somebody pulled me aside and was like, you know they've lost every time you've done this. <laughs> and I was like... I know. <laughs> yep. I'm aware. Look like, at- our first ever watch party was the one... Was the 7-6 to six game in Vancouver. Yep. That crazy-ass back and forth with Grubauer and Ned just giving up... Everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> it's... I don't... So yeah, Monday's game is an afternoon game because it's a holiday. Why today's game was an afternoon game? I have no idea. Because for fun, it genuinely, I'll bet you money, it's because it makes it easier for them to tear down the ice at the arena. Because these are this is the makeup schedule. Yeah, and I'm I'm my assumption was that there was something else going on in Buffalo. Yeah, either tonight, like a you know either a lacrosse or. Some concert or whatever. Lacrosse yeah. or, you know, something else like yes could be there. Yeah. I'm just assuming that it's. I would assume there was so, a yeah. conflict. And yeah. Put it at 1 p.m. was there. That was their answer for the whole makeup schedule. Yep. It's like raining 1 p.m. starts for Colorado. <laughs> so weird. Yep. Straight up. It's, it's doing a doozy on my raid schedule. I tell you what. Uh. Let's get out of here, man. Yeah. I think we're good. 9.2 drops on Tuesday chat. So you'll never see me again. Uh, I'll still be playing Lost Ark. Yeah, I mean, I'll be playing that too. But, you know, we'll be doing a little bit of everything. We are off tomorrow. We will be back on Monday, bright and early, the 11 a.m. game against Boston Mountain Time at least. You got pregame, you got postgame there. Should be a fun one. Uh, Yeah, other than that, Wednesday, uh, we will be live everything. We'll have the watch along against Detroit. If you haven't checked it out, if you're not a DNVR member yet, it's worth it to go watch, go watch, go read 
AJ's piece on Jared Bednar. It's great stuff. Highly recommend you go check that out. Jesse and I put a lot of work into it. It's really, genuinely, really, really good. If you haven't seen it, go look at it. Nothing tonight? So they just said said 1 p.m. Because we fucking can. Sounds like the NHL. That's cool. Whatever. Uh, Blaze is part of uh, D-Line Co., yeah. By the way. Yeah, we also have another company called Narwhal. We're designers. Which is D-Line Co. But which is D-Line Co. But One in the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so He just co-opted that Twitter. Eric did. He, he did. He we, both, we both he threw just it. And he it. stole it from yeah. me, but yeah. he deserves it. Actual theft. He deserves but it. But all the dope shirts, Blaze is part of that. So when y'all are mad that we're not making DNVR robes, go yell at Blaze. Robes. He can help you with that. Don't start. <laughs> Kira's at the bar tonight. So. Yeah. Don't Today. Start. I keep saying tonight. Anyway, we're going to get out of here. Thank you all for hanging out with us. This was a fun one. I had a great day. I'm not going to drive home for a hot minute, but hope you all enjoy. I'm driving home right now. <laughs> <laughs> we will go see you on Monday. We love you all. Be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. We will talk to you next time.